Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my best friend in the world, Jessica. Hello. Hello, I changed it. I know. I know. I was like, oh, that was (laughs) sweet. I like that. I know. Sometimes I'm true. Sometimes I share feelings. (laughs) But, anyways, (laughs) shocking turn of events. Tara, (laughs) it is the last Monday of the month. So, if you are a returning spookster, you know that means it is time for your guys' stories. If you are new here, every last Monday of the month, we read listener submitted stories that have to do with the paranormal or even true crime sometimes and those ones are usually very intense it's it's we don't get them as often but they are very intense when we do so thank you for sharing your stories with us but if you would like to send in a story you can do so by sending it to just our our gmail account that's going to be three spooked girls at gmail.com you always can send it on socials but like a lot of times we don't see the messages just how freaking instagram and facebook filter stuff it's like we see it way later so email email please (laughs) and if you are new here and you want to hang out with us on social media we're on facebook instagram and twitter our handle for that is at three spooked girls we also have a link tree in the show notes with everything we do mention at the beginning of each episode so you can find everything in one place but we have an amazing facebook group we have actually two facebook groups so the main facebook group is three spook girls official if you're Mm -hmm. not in there go do it Go do it now. It's fun. We love it. It's our favorite place on the internet. And yeah, we we have all kinds of stuff. We have book club. We do announcements. We do just like, I don't know. We just do fun stuff over there. That's kind of like where we started building a community when we first started this podcast way back when. Mm-hmm. So it's just always kind of held a very, very special place in our heart, I think. So yeah, no, yeah, no. But if you're on TikTok, you can come follow me. I am over there as spooky underscore sleuth. I do true crime, sometimes spooky stuff, books, movies, kind of, you know, everything that falls in our realm of weird that we love. So definitely check that out. And if you would like to support the show, you can go, you can do so by going to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls for as little as a dollar. You get one bonus episode a month. Five and up starts our ad free episodes that air a day early. And I did have a question because I've never looked into this. This is for them, but like, it's fine. So I know for Apple, you can set up a subscription feed. So I don't know because some people just it's like 
they rather just do it easy like that versus Patreon, things like that. So if that's something you guys would like in addition, let us know and I can set it up. I don't know. I I never looked into it, like I said, so I'll have to look into it. But if you're interested in ad-free episodes and you don't want to mess with Patreon, but you want that, let me know. We can do it. I think it's just like probably a button (laughs) that I just didn't haven't seen. But yeah, so yeah, check that out if you would like, but that's really it. So I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Jess so she can tell us our first story. Yes. So our first story of the day, evening, whenever you're listening to this comes from Keely. Keely has written us several, so we we appreciate when we get stories in. Returning storyteller. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe because like a lot of you guys do this thing where you tell us these stories and then we're like on the podcast, we're like, oh my God, what happened next? And then there's nothing. And Tara and I have to live the rest of our lives with the knowledge of not (laughs) knowing. Like we don't have the knowledge. We're like, sometimes I'll be like, remember that story that that person told where her like mom (laughs) lived in the house with all those like ghosts? And I don't know what happened to her mom. Is her mom still living there? Fuck, I need to know. So just, I appreciate you, Keely. That's what I'm saying. Okay. A few years ago, I was able to go on my first investigation. My dad knew one of the girls that was in the group and mentioned to her how big I was into paranormal stuff. He brought me home the number of the person who founded the group and told me to call. They invited me to go with them to, the, to this cafe in town they go to quite often. I was stoked to have this opportunity. So I get there and they show me all their equipment and tell me what they're used for and whatnot. They go into the back room and I sat at one of the tables as they sat an EMF meter down next to me on the table. She then begins introducing me to any spirits that might be there and said how excited I was to be there. Then she stated for them to come close to set off the meter if they were oh, if they were okay with me being there. Seconds later, it started lighting up. Well, that's kind of exciting. <laughs> they're like, mm. they're like, yes, we love that y'all. <laughs> yeah. They then handed me an infrared camera and told me to look around. And I asked about a form I saw in the corner of the room. The guy walked over to make sure there wasn't an air vent or anything that could be making that form or that form show. When he said there wasn't, the lady I was with asked for it to raise its arm. Nothing happened. Then she said, we don't want you to do parlor tricks. We just want to know. All of a sudden, over the spirit box, we heard, yeah, sure. (laughs) Sassy. She kind of laughed and went back to the front of the diner. Me and the founder of this group were talking, and everyone <laughs> and everyone else that was there stepped out to smoke. As they were talking, all of a sudden, over the ghost box, we hear, Kevin? Where's Kevin? Apparently, this is Kevin McAllister's mom. Instantly what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I know, when I saw that, I was like, mm, yeah. The lady answered back that he was outside and asked if she should go get him. The voice responded, yes, please. It took everything that I had not to squeal from excitement. That was the most exciting thing that I've done as far as ghost hunting goes. There are some places by Salt Lake City we go quite regularly for raves and shows that have been around for ages. The Ghost Adventures team recently did an investigation there. I've been trying to get in touch with someone to go down and do my own investigation there. I'll get back to you if I, if I ever make that happen. Mm, that would be exciting. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. I'm going to read my second one I picked first, actually, because the second one, you'll understand why 
at the end because it's it's like a fun short one. Okay. okay. So this comes from Lindsay. Lindsay writes, Hey ladies, here's a long one. I'll jump right into the story <laughs> into the story and save my groveling till the end. No, don't grovel. Jeez. No, no, no. But we love you. Cause Lindsay's been Lindsay's been around for a while. I recognized her name when she sent her email. She has a very like uncommon last name. Okay, so like many other spooksters, I'm sensitive to spirits. My mom and brother both are too, even though my brother tries desperately to act like he's not. We've had a lot of things happen, so I figure I'll start sending them in one story at a time. Okay, yes, Lindsay, you have to send the rest, like we already were saying earlier. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like, that message was for you. (laughs) Specifically for you, Lindsay. (laughs) So let's start with the house I was born in. My parents bought a new house for more space since they were since they already had my brother who was six and now expecting me. The house that they ended up buying used to be a hangout for a well-known biker gang. Just so you know, some shit went down there. I believe it. Oh, gosh. Or else you wouldn't have mentioned it. <laughs> one, of the f- <laughs> one of the first things that started happening was my mom started noticing the chain lock on the front door would randomly do circles in front of her with no one around and the TV would turn on and off. I need, I, I need a very specific question answered. Is it like circle? Like, is it? Like whipping around? <laughs> I have a very specific like image like, in my head. <laughs> you know when someone has like a chain and they're just like... <laughs> yes, but that's not the image I had in my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> or is it like circling like when you hit like one of those hole lamps and it like circles? Oh. Those are my... Good question. Lindsay, I need to know. Because <laughs> honestly, different reactions to each of those. If I was sitting yes. in my house and my chain started spinning in like a, a clockwise... I'd be like, mm-mm, uh-uh. And I can't Bye. even get out because it's my only way out. I'd be like, fuck this shit. I'm going out the window, bitches. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. We also had a half-wolf, half-shepherd named Levi who would dig in one single spot in the basement right in the corner of the bottom of the stairs. It was cement, and she would dig until her claws were bloody, and it was only in this one spot. She was also not a fan of underneath the stairs. So, my brother's room was set up in the basement, and after a few months, he started refusing to sleep in the basement by himself and started sleeping upstairs on the couch to the point where my parents just moved him into my room. Now, you know that there's something wrong for a six-year-old boy to be happy to share a room with his newborn crying baby sister. Facts. Fast forward a couple of years. I'm about four now. I'm downstairs playing in the basement when I remember someone under the stairs calling out, Hey, Lindsay, come over here. Hey, come and play under the stairs. Mm-mm. Come here. Lindsay, don't I do have it. something to show you. Lindsay, don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> oh, there's a, oh, there's a note. <laughs> it's a trap. I'm dying. I'm fucking dying because there's a note for you. <laughs> Isn't it in parentheses it says, yes, Jessica, I know how much you must love this. <laughs> I feel like Lindsay knows me so well. <laughs> I told you. I recognized her name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I remember I didn't feel scared or anything. I just remember saying, thanks, but no thanks. I'm having fun playing. Little you was so smart. Little you was so polite. I would have been like, "Mm, no. I just would have like ran away. (laughs) I just would have ran up the stairs and never went down there again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you go play in your playroom in the basement? No. Fuck that. The thing that lives under the stairs. No, thank you. Right? Ew, gross. Okay. 
One of the encounters I remember the most was when our half-shepherd, half-wolf Levi had puppies. We were upstairs as a family watching TV, and out of nowhere, my dad just got this weird feeling and got really uncomfortable and said, I don't know why, but I feel like I need to go check on the puppies. Well, sure enough, he goes to check, and one of the puppies was under the fucking stairs with a plastic bag wrapped around its neck and head. <gasps> Luckily, it was okay, <gasps> because my dad had found it just in time. What I don't understand to this day is those puppies didn't even have their eyes open yet, and they were only a few days old, so they could hardly crawl. They were also in a box that was tall enough that there was no way for them to get out of it, so there's no way for that puppy to have made its own way under the stairs. The other encounter that sticks in my mind the most was when I was down in the basement playing again. That half-wolf, half-shepherd wasn't particularly a fan of anybody going near her puppies, especially me being a small child, so the only way I was allowed in the basement was during the puppy time was if I was in the other half of the basement, not where the puppies were in the laundry room. Oh, okay, so it's like from afar, basically, like across. Distance. Yes. So I'm in the other half, minding my own business, just playing, a tiny little four-year-old doing her thing, when all of a sudden our dog Levi comes out from the other room where her puppies were and she starts growling at me. I got really, really scared and don't know why she was growling at me, so I just started backing away slowly. She kept growling at me to the point where she backed me into the room where her puppies were and into the box with her puppies. Now, ooh, she was protecting you, I think. Now, once again, this is a dog that doesn't like anybody near her babies, and here I am being cornered into the box with her babies. As soon as she had me safe with her kids, she turned and faced those stairs. I swear I have never seen a dog spit, snarl, and go as mean as this dog did at those stairs. She legit went Cujo. See, she's protecting her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shortly after, it was as if nothing happened, and she just kind of walked away and gave me the getaway from the puppies. We moved out of that house not too long after the incident, probably when I was five or six. And no word of a lie, the lady that moved in after us, we've heard from other people that she legitimately went crazy living in that house. So I'm glad we got out when we did. Those are some of the stories of my old house. Next, we <laughs> next we will start with the house we moved into. Devil emoji. Sorry that was so long, even though I know you always say, don't say sorry. You guys love the long ones. Yes. I'll send more in as soon as I can, and believe me, I have more. Thank you, ladies, so much. Your pod is, oh my gosh, you guys are always, I just want to cry every time you guys say nice stuff to us. Your pod <laughs> is the best and helps pass the time working midnights in a haunted grocery store. I love you girls so much. Oh my God, we love you too. And then maybe we work in a haunted grocery store. I feel like that was one of her stories. Lin- Lindsay's, yeah. got, Lindsay's got stories too. I know we've read some of hers before. Unless there's somebody else out there that also works at a haunted grocery store. I just want to know the tea. Just also tell me. that like if there's a community of people who work in haunted grocery stores. <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll just make a subgroup for you guys. It's fine. It's, fine. <laughs> it's like a support group. <laughs> That's what it really is. A support group. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Alrighty. No, I just like literally was like thinking like the whole time I was like, that ghost is trying to kill puppies. A puppy killer. And then it was like, she thought you were her puppy because she's like, get the fuck in the bo- get the fuck in the box. Oh, That's what she yeah. the, the mama was like. Mm-mm, move up, get go, 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 mm-hmm. please. What a good dog, right? My dog would have been like, uh, sugar, mm-hmm, that thing. Mm-hmm. She would have been like, mm-hmm. peace. 
I had this, <laughs> my brother, <laughs> my brother's dog had puppies like a long time ago and we kept one and her name was Sugar. And one of our friends called her Splenda because she was just a little extra special. <laughs> Never met a person she didn't like. Mm-hmm. Not when you live on a ranch and you're like, can you fucking keep things away from me, please? Like people. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'm home. I should say, Tara, I'm home by myself. I'm scared you should come out here. And she's like, you have the dogs. And I'm like, mm. she's like, never mind. I'm on my way. <laughs> Sugar will just like lick them and be like, oh, you're my new friend. Awesome. <laughs> Pretty much. But she was the greatest. You have to admit, she's like a great dog. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So my last story for the night or day, whatever, whenever you're listening to this. Episode. Mm-hmm. I know, it's because we used to record at night, and that's why I used to say night all the time. And now it's... I mean, fucking it just depends. Light yeah. out still. I know. I mean, all over the place. Since Terry moved to Oklahoma, it's been like, we have to record early. Cause... Ugh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just going to I'm gonna share a little tea. The first time we recorded at night, Tara was like, oh my god, I'm so tired. Because it's late here. I just looked at her and went, mm-hmm. Recording late at night? Mm-hmm, I know. <laughs> I'm not built for it. I'm a baby. I'm sorry. I had gotten used to it. <laughs> I'd built up a t- I'd build up tolerance. It's okay. Okay. So this one comes from Tony. Tony says, Hi ladies, my name is Tony. Yes, you can use my name. You were the first ever podcast for me. Oh, I love that honor. And now I listen to others. Well, dead to me now, Tony, because you've moved on. I'm just totally kidding. Damn. <laughs> Fucking rude. I know. <laughs> I'm just, just like, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. I'm just going to be weird. I'm just kidding. I'm totally. Love you. Yeah. And no, she hosts she... her own podcast. Ooh. It's called Tales of a Small Town Bartender. That has to be hilarious. That sounds fun. Okay. Oh, my God. She goes, yes, you guessed it. Bar stories. So if you like bar stories, yes. go check out Tony's podcast. Hell yeah. Tales of a Small Town Bartender. My God. I have been to small town bars. Yes, same. Tony, I have one question for you. Are there bras hanging from your ceiling? Because there's a there's a town there's a bar in the town I lived in growing up that literally has bras hanging from the ceiling, and someone was yeah. like, "You should put your bra- you should put your bra up there." It was one of my exes, and I was like, "This shit's expensive." <laughs> that was my Victoria's like, Secret no. days. I was like, "This was sixty dollars." <laughs> Jesus, you're like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> I'm gonna put it up there. Also, my brother goes to this bar. That would be weird because you were supposed to sign it. I'm like, I don't want that. That seems weird. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's get to the to my creepy story. That's what she wrote. 2004. My family and I moved into a two family house. We have the upstairs four bedroom apartment and the walk up attic for storage. Sorry, I'm not a writer, so bear with me. No worries. It's my husband and I and three of our children. At the time, I was six months pregnant with my fourth and last child. Being pregnant, I couldn't lift or carry things up the stairs, so the boxes were placed in rooms for me. I finally came in. It's around 7 to 8 p.m., and we were all unpacking boxes. It's a Saturday night. Everyone is in their bedrooms. There's a hallway in the middle of the house. On the right, three bedrooms, and on the left, a kitchen, bathroom, and living room. And at the end, my room. My oldest son has the first room, my daughter has the middle room, and our youngest has the last room. Suddenly we hear, at the exact same time, tapping on the ceiling above us. From every single room. And that was in all caps. I wanted everyone to know. And in larger font. (laughs) (laughs) Like someone was tapping all five fingernails on the floor of the attic. But it's in every room. 
My oldest son, then 16, grabs a baseball bat and says someone's upstairs. Points to the son. He grabbed, he grabbed a weapon. He was there. Doesn't help against ghosties, but definitely mm-hmm. against the in- if there was an intruder. My husband and my son go and investigate. The attic door is outside of the kitchen entrance. They go up the stairs to find nothing but one cardboard box against the wall and a single black and white photo in the middle of the floor. It's a photo of an elderly woman. My husband brings it down to show me, then returns it to the box. We told the landlord about the box. He came to get it and said it was his mother's. She died in the house. Hmm. I mean, most states, they don't have to disclose that. So it's like, I'm not surprised. I mean, especially if it was a while. I think you have to, like, tell people, like, I think in California, it's three years. Like, if someone died in my apartment, Mm. I had to be Mm. notified. Gotcha. But if the person died and I stay here for three years, they wouldn't have to tell the next tenant. Mm -hmm. Right. Flash forward two months. My friend threw me a baby shower. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) I brought home all the items and mylar balloons. There was a particular balloon that followed me to every room. It scared the hell out of me a couple of times. Oh, I'd be washing dishes and turn around, and it's literally three inches from me. Okay, if your kids are playing a practical joke, that's fucked up. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah. Tara is laughing. This is something I would do. Yes. I'd come out of the bathroom, and it's right there. I got rid of the balloon. It was just creeping me out. The next month, my son is born. Someone gave me a balloon. Oh, no. Sick joke. Mm. <laughs> it lasted about three days before I had to get rid of it. The balloon followed my son. Mm-mm. Pop. Goodbye. To whatever room he was in. There are no balloons in the house. One day, I lay him in the crib for a nap in my room, and I tiptoe to the door, and I hear TV static. The shh, 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 shh. The wrote it out. Of the TV not on a channel. The TV was off. It was now on. I quickly grabbed the remote and turned it off. It immediately went back on and the volume went up all the way. I unplugged it, grabbed my son, took him out of the room, waking him up, but nope, not staying there. I'd never had static on my TV before. Two months go by. No other notable weird things happening. My oldest son is doing homework at the kitchen table one night and the lights go off. He gets up and turns it back on. This happened four times. The last time he got up, brought all his books into the living room where I was, leaving the light off. He sits at the coffee table, opens his book, and the kitchen light turns back on. After this, the lights probably went off, on and off, a hundred times in over three years we lived there. We just got used to it. We actually yelled stop a few times, and they did. Nothing bad ever happened, thankfully, but it's still, (laughs) but I still don't believe... Sorry. But I still don't bring not. home balloons. Sorry, I was like... I read ahead. I was like, nope, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if it is the old in. lady upstairs and she's following you around with a balloon, she's like, I love you. Here's a balloon. Yeah, but it's still creepy because you don't know because there's a chance it could be a demon. Oh, so it could be, yeah. <laughs> could be a clown demon. Ew. No. That is creepy AF. Hope this wasn't too long of a story. And I hope mm-hmm. balloons never follow you. Have a spooky day. <laughs> as long as it's being presented by a, a Casper type entity, I'm fine. Right. But and you must make yourself known to me to be like, I'm nice. I'm just here mm. to give you a balloon. Mm. No. If you're here I'm to be not. like, but also think about that ghost. 
Think about the ghost if other ghosts were there and be like, you want to see something funny? Watch this. Moves the balloon. Oh, I guarantee that happens. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Moves the balloon. <laughs> and they're all like giggling at it. They're like, Sorry. They're like, let me fuck with this light I'm switch. sorry to make light of your trauma. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. But like, after I've watched the show Ghost, now I just think about like the ghost yeah. perspective of things where I'm like, oh, I bet the ghosts just think it's funny. Yeah. I like that version of it. It makes it less scary. Right? Like, <laughs> Or there's just a little old lady who's like, I really like you and I want to share things Aww. with you. Here's the balloon. Damn. Yeah. That's so sweet. Aw. Right? It still freaked me out, though. Right. Okay. So I'm, this is our last story. It comes from Tanya. I hope I'm saying your name right. It was titled Grimace the Toilet Monster. I'm here. I'm so here. I know. Hi, three spoo girls. These are just a couple of memories. My aunt and uncle lived in a really old house, and every time someone flushed the toilet, the pipes would roar. I mean, it sounded like a monster was in the house. The noises scared the shit. I like that pun. Out of us <laughs> kids. So, so my uncle told us, don't worry. It's just Grimace the Toilet Monster. He wouldn't hurt us. Oh, my gosh. My dad came to visit us and had to use the bathroom. Unfortunately, no one told him about the roar and he came. Oh, my God. It's so funny. He came running down the stairs with a look of absolute terror on his face. <laughs> this is also the same house where as a small child, we were watching The Exorcist and I was way too young to be watching a horror movie. My smart ass uncle lifted up the chair we were sitting on and shaked it. I still can't watch horror movies to this day. Oh, my God. See, that's obviously not a haunt, but I just thought it was so funny and so great. I just, you know, we like to sprinkle these in every so often. Right? Oh, my God. That's, I'm like dying thinking of like an adult man being terrified because he's like, oh, my God, there's a demon in this toilet (laughs) or in this bathroom. I mean, we did learn about Japanese toilet ghosts. Yeah, bathroom ghosts. Yeah. But I also love the fact that this adult man, this uncle, right, was like, mm-hmm. okay, my pipes make a weird noise and it scares the kids. And this is just gonna be, this is like gives me my dad vibes. Like Tara knew my yeah. dad and my dad would do this kind of shit to people. Like things would be mm-hmm. weird. And like, instead of just being like, oh, this is where I get my personality from, really, is, <laughs> <laughs> is instead of just being like, oh no, like it's just, okay, for instance, this is a story my dad used to tell my friends. I live out, I lived out in the country and we'd have like wild animals that would come down and there was a mm. sheep herder. So like mountain lions, coyotes and stuff would come into there. So he mm. at night would have this like big, it was sounded like a cannon going off every night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was actual, like something being shot off or what it was, but it would just happen every once in a while at night. And it's like the sheep knew it, like every, everything else around us was used to it, but like the other Mm -hmm. animal like the not supposed to be their animals would run away right and so when my friends would come over and they'd hear this my dad would say (laughs) he would say that it was like an old civil war captain (laughs) shooting off a gun mind you we live in california (laughs) there's no civil war captain no He's just making it up. It's fine. I mean, granted, he grew up in Oklahoma, so there's a little closer, but like, it was still that kind of shit. Like, that's the kind of shit my dad would do. Mm -hmm. He told everyone our basement was haunted. Yeah. Yeah. Which, let's be, you've been in it. Yeah. It's the drop, right? Like, that, like, two foot drop to get there. It always. And then the the ladder that I've only been up one time in my entire life, (laughs) because I swear a demon lived up there, but yeah. 
Yeah, no. So I appreciate your uncle is what I'm saying, because it gives me yes. like happy vibes. I loved it. Yeah, I thought that was a good little wrap up for this. Plus the title, I was like, done. I love this so much. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's now if my toilet makes a weird noise, I'm just going to say it's the toilet, the toilet monster. Yep. I love it. All right, guys. Well, that is going to go ahead and wrap up this month's Listener's Encounters episode. Again, if you would like to share your paranormal or true crime story with us, you can send it over to threespookedgirls at gmail.com. We are always taking stories and we appreciate all of them and we try to get through all of them on the show. So yeah, send it in, send it in. We love it. But with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up and we'll see you on Thursday. Bye. Toodles. Toodles.